Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. And now, Decoder Ring Theater presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvelous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! The Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hunts the most dangerous game of all, traitors, saboteurs, and criminals that would destroy our way of life. Aided by that fearless fighting female known only as the Flying Squirrel, he fights for freedom and justice, that all who would oppose him may feel the wrath of the Red Panda! This episode, The Milk Run! Flying Squirrel calling Red Panda. A squirrel to Panda? Sparky, you got your ears on or what? Panda here. You do remember that I would actually have to physically remove my left ear not to hear you, yes? Which was kind of what prompted the question. This new subdermal communicator Dr. Anna devised for us is useful, but it would be nice to have the option to shut it off. A suggestion noted. But you need somebody to help keep you alive, and I can't squeeze this belly into a cat suit anymore, so it's audio only for a few more months. How did things go in Spain? I was not in Spain. I know, bright boy, but I'm not allowed to say where you actually were over an open channel, even a coded one. Fair point. Spain is lovely this time of year, especially when there aren't aerial battlecruisers hovering overhead anymore. Nicely played. Where are you now? Patrol. Spadina, south of DuPont, heading towards Bloor. That's a little early. I was gone three weeks. I'm just showing off a little. Some long jumps over crowded streets, that kind of thing. The Major says the mission went well. Big international team-up? Mostly Americans. The British have troubles closer to home, though hope and glory were there. Most of the occupied nations lost their superheroes when the Nazis rode in. Danger Dame's Freedom Patrol were involved. They all say hello. I hope you weren't too cordial. The Red Panda usually stands in the back and looks grim. I wasn't fooling any of the mask and tights crowd, sister. Some of them tried not to draw attention to it. Some of them asked questions I wasn't about to answer but they all knew I wasn't the red panda they were expecting. They tried not to look disappointed, but there are some pretty big shoes I'm trying to fill. Do you know a Captain Sunlight? Tom? Sure. He asked me to have you contact him. Said you would know how. Don't be offended. He and Gus were as close as either of them got to anybody. I gathered as much. I'll tell you what offends me more. These people don't seem to have missed me that much. You made the front page seven times while you were gone. How did I do that? Remember, I helped set up the new Citizens Watch program and am secretly privy to every little thing that it reports. I've still got active field agents out there who don't mind getting their hands dirty. And I happen to be the associate editor of a major metropolitan newspaper. I called the takedowns as I saw fit, planted witnesses where I needed to, and wrote the stories the way they sounded best in my head. Heck! Those people in the street still think the flying squirrel's out there being something other than six months pregnant. You are a model of journalistic integrity. I do what I can. If you really want to let the folks get a good look at you, head down to the Alexandria and buzz the theater crowd when it gets out. I'll send a staff photographer. You're serious? I get more crime-fighting done when the Chronicle sells an extra 20,000 copies. Then shake your metal fanny back to the crime lab. We've got real work to do. Yes, boss. (laughs) 
Hello, Digger. Glad you could come by. Sure thing, Mr. Martin. Sure thing. <laughs> Some of the fellows were saying that you had, uh, that is, uh, uh, there might be a, uh, an opening. You seem a little skittish, Digger. What, me? <laughs> no, uh, never. Because some of the boys were saying you might have uh, lost your nerve. I never. Who, who told you that? Uh, I, I'm still hard as nails, Mr. Martin. Honest. Hard as nails? Well, uh, I'm good as I ever was, sir. I hope so. Come this way. Johnny Cake said you got into some bad business in Quebec. Smuggling? Yeah, sugar mostly. Those guys were animals, I tell you. Uh, I wasn't sorry to see the back of that crew and get back to some good, honest rackets. You don't approve of the black market? Ah, gee, sir, I I don't know. It ain't like the way business used to be. We want something, we take it. Or put the scare into whoever's got it. Black market's like a sucker business, Mr. Martin. There's inventory and suppliers and storage and distribution, and the competition isn't just trying to shiv you and burn your warehouse down. They're also undercutting your price. You've done work in the narcotics trade without complaints, as I recall. Don't have to carry very much of that stuff to line your pockets, Mr. Martin. Folks may not like being told how much coffee or tea they can have, but they're only going to pay so much for that. It's a lot of sweat for not much green. That's why I was so happy when Johnny said you wanted to see me. I thought to myself, if there's one guy that'll have a line on a decent racket, it'll be Mr. Martin. If you don't mind my saying so, sir. Say, it's awful dark in here. What is this place? It's a little dark, isn't it? Let me hit the lights. Holy cats! This place, it's a warehouse. This is more of a showroom, really. Cars? Tires, gasoline, and over here, crates and crates of sugar, booze... Yes, every little luxury that wartime has made it difficult to obtain, but all available at a price. You... you're in the black market, too. You've been gone too long, Digger. In this town, I am the black market. But you're right, supplies are a problem and margins are thin... That's where you come in. Oh, gee, sir. I, I just ain't no smuggler. Don't worry, Digger. You see, up to now, it's been easy to control the supply. But now butter is being rationed. They may add all milk products. Not the easiest things to store in quantity. They're talking about adding meat to the list. Meat? How do I... Relax, Digger. You're not going to sell black market meat or butter. You're going to sell the greatest commodity there is. Nothing. Nothing? Nothing at all. See, you're right. People don't like being told what they can have and can't have, and most are too spineless even to come to us. But if they could line up like good little sheep and hand over their nickels to buy extra goodies and do it right in front of other loyal patriotic types... How can they do that? With these. A ration book? It's blank. What do you do? Knock knock over a post office? Better, dear digger. We print them ourselves. We've been getting them out in fits and starts, but we're ready to saturate the city with them. No! Holy cow, it's a beauty! How many of these things do you got? How many of them can you sell? That's your department, Digger. You put together the crew, run the whole operation. Absolutely nothing gets traced back to me. Understood? Mr. Martin, I think I can learn to love the black market after all. Ration books? Counterfeit ration books. You look disappointed. It's a bit anticlimactic, I suppose. Hand me that wrench, would you? I am not handing you that wrench. Why not? Because you're going to hit me in the head with it. Maybe this time I won't. Please tell me about the ration books, because I'm simply dying to know. 
Listen, bright boy. Superheroing ain't all shiny team-ups and saving the world with a single bound. Most of the time, you save tiny little pieces of it, and you call it a good day's work. Even if these phony ration books aren't tied into the black market, and I think they are, but even if they're not, we have rationing for a reason. There might not be trouble with food supply right now, but what if next week there is? What if there isn't enough to go round? You think the rats that sell these books care if kids go hungry because of them? What are you smiling at? This is just the sort of thing that Anne would get us mixed up in before the war. We tried to keep a low profile, but there was always something. Someone who needed help. It was always the children that tipped the scales. She could never stand to see them suffer. How you doing in there, Sparky? Same as you, I expect. Mortally afraid that peace will break out and we'll have nothing to distract us. <laughs> yeah, well... Don't think we'll have to worry about that today, anyway. You think the ration books are tied into the black market? I really do. It's a pretty tight ship, not a lot of leads. But if they're going to be out there selling these babies, they'll have to bring in some low-level runners. They won't know much, but they might know enough. And they won't be too savvy to scare. We can use them to finally find the rock these parasites have been hiding under and kick it over. That's the general idea. And if decent folks get to see that the sacrifices they're making really count for something, they're not just being erased by greedy crooks, that's a nice piece of superheroics too, ain't it? It's not flashy, but it has its charms. Where do we start? Should I stand around on Young Street waiting for someone to try and sell me a booklet? If you do, I'll send a staff photographer. Red Panda Loiters. There's a special edition in that. I'm pretty sure I can get someone who'd stand out a little less. Like maybe the Duke of Windsor in a giant diaper? I hear he's available. You just be ready to move on this if we get any nibbles. Whoever's running the market these days, he's a slippery fish and I want him gone. Think you can work that in between lodge meetings? The Red Panda swears it. Harry Kelly? In my office right now. Aw, uh, jeez. Today, Mr. Kelly. Okay. Jeez, boss. You don't have to shout. Apparently, I do. Get in here. You have your notes on the scrap drive yet? I'm working on it. I'm almost there. Deadline's in an hour, Harry. And I still have to take your notes and turn it into something like an article. It's plenty like an article. How would you know? It isn't even finished yet. Why do you have to rewrite me all the time? Because you never learn, Harry. And you never learn because you're too busy sulking about being rewritten. You're a cub reporter. This is the gig. And it ain't a bad one. So you want to cheer up, please? Jeez, Mrs. Baxter. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Maybe this isn't working out. Close the door, Harry. But I... Close the door! I know all about you, Harry Kelly. What do you mean? I mean, I know all about you, Agent 391. What? But how? You remember a reporter named Jack Peters? Sure. Back when I was in short pants, he was... He was an agent, just like you. The Red Panda likes to have an agent in the papers. You mean... You? You never notice how I always seem to have a skinny on the man in the mask? Holy cow. Boss, I never realized... Of course you didn't. How did you think you got this job? Why do you think I've been holding your hand through this while the other cub reporters learn twice as fast and spend half as much time daydreaming? I didn't... I mean, I never realized. He never told me. He tells people what they need to know, Harry. Which is why he's got me telling you this now, because it's time to get your act together. He wants me to be a reporter? But what about you? I don't know if you're aware of this, kid, but this isn't a cassava melon I'm sporting about the midriff. 
maybe the chief thinks I'm going to go soft and stay home with a baby. And who knows, maybe I will. Maybe he's just got bigger plans for you than target practice. What does that mean? You told the Red Panda you're going to join the army as soon as you're old enough. I told the Flying Squirrel. You say potato. And that's why he... Jeez. I grew up in the network. Chased his agents around town like some kind of mascot. Most of those guys are gone now. Killed or captured or who knows what. What kind of man would I be if I didn't follow them? Lots of good men are gone, Harry. Running off a cliff after them won't bring them back. Gosh, I'm sorry. I heard about... I heard about Mr. Baxter. What's so funny? Uh, there are some nomenclature issues that would have made him laugh is all. <laughs> Listen, Harry. You're a good kid, and I think you can be a swell reporter. And if you do, you'll be able to help the Red Panda more than you know. But you've got to focus, all right? I'll try, boss. It isn't easy... I was always in the thick of things. You know, I was right there when they brought down Archangel. But I haven't even talked to the Red Panda in months. I thought... I kind of thought he had forgotten me. Never in a million years, kid. Never in a million years. In fact, that's part of the reason that I wanted to talk to you. He tells me that you used to run an occasional network of irregulars as the Black Cat. Sure. He'd activate them for special cases. Mostly kids, started with some orphans, and just kind of grew. Spotters, runners, that kind of thing. It's been a while. Most of them aren't exactly kids anymore. Lots of them are older than me. They're ordinary folks all over the city. Perfect. You know where most of them are? Think they'd pull one last job for the black cap if he asked? I guess so. That's good news, kid. Play this right, and you might get your first byline out of it, too. What's the angle? Just get the word out to as many as you can to keep their eyes and ears peeled for word of anybody that might be selling a ration book. There'll probably be a sob story attached. It was their uncle's, and he just passed away. They need the money for the funeral, that kind of malarkey. And if I get a nibble? Call Mother Hen, and she'll set up a meet with the big guy. Oh, boy. Harry Kelly is back! Swell. Now open the door so I can yell at you on the way out. What? Why? I don't know. Always seem to work for Editor Parley. Now get out of my office and get a decent draft on the scrap drive on my desk in ten minutes or you're fired! You've got it, boss! You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from DecoderingTheater.com This isn't going to work. Stop saying that. It'll be fine. I just spent three weeks with people who knew my predecessor, and not one of them thought I was actually him. Gus used to use a low-level hypnotic field around the agents. Kept their memories of us kind of non-specific. Harry's been working at the paper for two months, and he doesn't have a clue that I mean. If you follow that. I thought his nickname was Eagle Eyes. <laughs> he gave it to himself when he was about eight. The rest of us just thought it was funny. Relax, you'll be fine. I think he's here. Panda out. If you're trying to get me to leave, forget it. Chief, is that you? Over here, Mr. Kelly. Gosh, it's been a while. I'm sorry for that. It's good to see you. You haven't changed a bit. He's taller. Except you keep getting taller every day. How is the Chronicle treating you? It's all right, I guess. Are you sure about this, though? That you want me to be a reporter? A reporter? Yes, you do. Yes, I do. A newsroom can be a powerful tool for gathering the kind of information we need to protect the city, Harry. I'm just not sure I've got what it takes. Are you suggesting that my instincts were wrong? Well, no. I, I mean, 
not exactly wrong. Jeez, I never thought about it like that. I guess if you think I can do it... I know you can, Harry. You're smart and determined and fearless, and everyone that knows you says so. I'd like to see you in a job with a future. Trusted agent is a pretty good job, you know. Nothing lasts forever. If something happened to me, it would be good to know that you could carry on, helping people in your own way. All right, Red Panda. If that's what you want... Good lad. Now, what news have you brought me? Was someone in your network offered a ration book for sale? Not exactly. They offered him a job selling them. What? I thought you'd like that. Saves a couple of steps, yes? Where can I find him? Uh-uh. He's a little skittish. He'll talk to you, but not without me there. Besides, I've got a story to run down. I don't know about this, Harry. Let it ride. See where the kid is going with this. All right. We'll play it your way for now. Swell. Come on. I got my uncle's taxi cab in the alley. Taxi cab? Who's driving? Me. Unless you want to. Trick question. You can't drive. Thanks. What? I said thanks for the lift, Eagle Eyes. Let's get to work. I don't know about this, Cap. You didn't say nothing about this. Take it easy, Jim. The Red Panda knows what he's doing. Right, Chief? More or less. Is that too tight? A little. Good. This is for your own protection, young man. There's always a chance these criminals would strike back against you or your family for helping me. But the Cap said you'd erase their memories, not tie me up. I said I thought you would. If we waited to meet your contact man in your place, he would know that you had betrayed him. I could erase his memory, but who knows how many others might know where he was and who he was meeting. I never thought of that. But if he comes in and finds you tied hand and foot, suspended upside down from the ceiling... Upside down? You never said anything about upside down! Ah, yes. Hold still. <laughs> how does it look? Shouldn't you have gagged him? Hey, Black Cap, stop helping me, okay? Just try and go limp. Like I knocked you around a little and it shouldn't be necessary. Swell. Hey, I think I hear something. Quiet. Get in the shadows, Black Cap. Burns? Burns, where are you? <laughs> Come on, th th this ain't funny. I heard you sold your whole stock in one day. Now you pull a hide-and-seek routine? Let me tell you what I... Oh, no. Burns! Oh. Burns! Who done this to you? Was it... Was it him? Oh. For Pete's sake. He didn't get the money, did he? Burns? He... He isn't... He isn't still here, is he? Hello, Digger. No! How rude. Is that any way to greet an old friend? You've been away, Digger. Can't believe you remember me. I remember, Digger. And I remember what it took to get you to spill your guts on the Spalding job. You're not tough, Digger. Not like your friend here. He took a beating and wouldn't breathe a whisper. Not much point since you were on your way here. Get on your feet. Where are we going? What are you doing? Do you remember how many floors up we were on the Spalding job? No. No, not the window. No, not the window. Move it. Up those stairs. Please. You cried like a little girl when we hung you out that window. And we were only on the third floor. You've still got the record. Keep walking. What are you going to do to me? That depends on you, Digger. It's five more floors up to the roof. If you've told me everything I want to know by the time we get there, I'll let you walk back down. If you haven't, 
I'm going to throw you off the roof. No, please. You can't. I don't have time to waste on a piece of filth like you, Digger. I've dangled you once and you wound up here again. Best thing I can do for the city is let you drop. No, I'm begging you. I can't. Keep walking. Please. You're wasting time. The world is coming apart at the seams, and still you stall and plead for mercy. There is no mercy left for parasites like you, Digger. You to whom your country means nothing. You who would see innocent children go hungry in order to line your pockets with dirty money. There is no room left in the world for men such as you, Digger. Oh, God, please, you can't do this. You only have one thing I want. One thing that would do more good for the city than airmailing you back to street level. I want the name, Digger. I don't know what you're talking about. That's too bad. Perhaps the next one will be more accommodating. No. No, please, let me go. Let me go. That's the idea. No! No, don't kill me! Don't kill me! No! Please, don't! Please! Goodbye, Digger. It's Martin. Charlie Martin. Please. He's got a big warehouse on Parliament near Eastern. Please. Please, you gotta believe me. I don't know where the rest of the stuff is, but the printing press for the ration books is right there. Please, you gotta believe me. Please. Red Panda? Red Panda? You you still there? Where did he... How do you like that? Excuse me, Mr. Digger? Yeah? Where are you supposed to be? The cleanup crew. (coughs) Sorry, big fella. The bulls will be here for you soon. Sorry I can't stick around. I gotta get to Parliament and Eastern while there's still a story to be had. Red Panda Breaks Up Black Market by Harold Kelly. That's got kind of a nice ring to it. Oh, gosh. Nobody calls me Harold but my granny. Yeah, but you're not going to be a cub reporter forever, kid. You don't want to get stuck with a byline like Skippy or Chipper, do you? It's all right, I guess. But? It's on page three. Oh, I'm sorry. Did your first ever byline fail to make page one above the fold? But it's a Red Panda story. You should start carrying a camera. Editor Pearlie gave page one to the story that came with a picture of a pretty girl attached. That's not fair. The flying squirrel wasn't even there. And besides, it's hard to get a picture of them. Then you get a picture of the crowd of witnesses outside the warehouse, Harry. Some fresh-faced, dewy-eyed young thing looking up expectantly skyward as if hoping to catch a fleeting glimpse. Then you get her name for the caption and give her your card. Maybe tell her that you'd love to photograph her again sometime. Jeez, Mrs. Baxter. I'm just saying you should meet a nice girl is all. I get enough of that from my mom. Yeah, but Ma Kelly doesn't give you the A-list material, does she? We were talking about the story, remember? Don't blame me, kiddo. I thought it was neat as a pin. I hardly rewrote it at all. In fact, I don't think I took out anything except the three times you made it completely obvious that you were more involved in this than you should have been. Yeah, I'll work on that. Do that. But now I see what your writing is like when you really care about something, Harry Kelly. Now I expect that every day. Even if you're covering a flower show. Gosh, boss, I don't know if I can. No, but I do, so do it. Roger that. Something else? Gee, Mrs. Baxter, you should have seen him. By the time I got across town, he had taken that warehouse apart. The cops were already moving in. Martin's goons were all out of the picture... Geez, they even got the Mounties in to take charge of all the contraband. This is kind of what he does, Harry. Yeah, 
It is. And when it isn't flashy and there ain't no supervillain, it only makes page three. What's the guy got to do around here? Think we take him for granted? Maybe. Maybe you're right, Harry. But just because the chief likes having reporters on the team doesn't mean he's really after publicity. A good story's our reward for helping him do what he really does, keep all of us safe. That's his reward. Supervillain spectacular or milk run alike? There's more to it, boss. You know it. Just the fact that he's still out there, that they've never been able to bring him down, it gives people hope. Hope that maybe there are some things that can't be taken away from us. Think you can save some of that poetry for the flower show? I'm not really covering a flower show, am I? Well, one of us has to, and it sure ain't gonna be me. Helen's got the details. You did good today. Now get out of my office or you're fired. Yes, boss. And don't you forget it. You did pretty well today yourself. You! Hello. Do you think strolling in my office window is a good idea? Probably not. I wondered how things turned out with the boy. Think you can save him? Gotta try, Sparky. Gotta save at least one. He is brave and proud. I hope the war ends before he gets his chance to fight. Or I could bribe his draft board to declare him unfit. I'm pretty rich, you know. I've heard that. I had better go. Dr. Anna has been pestering me for some scheduled maintenance. Is that what they're calling it these days? What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Forget it. Listen, you did good today, John. I don't think I say that very often, and, and I'm sorry. I know this is hard for you, too. If anyone but him had to be the Red Panda, I'm glad that it was you. Me too. Young Mr. Kelly was right. The people need something to believe in, and if they believe hard enough, I suppose that makes it so. And that means that as long as the city needs him, there will always be a Red Panda. And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theater through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theater brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheater.com is your address to adventure! The Red Panda Adventures, episode 76, The Milk Run, was written and directed by Greg Taylor with original music by Andrea Lyons and featured the vocal talents of Michael Booth, Peter Nickel, Greg Taylor, Scott Moyle, Christopher Mott, and Clarissa Dunederlanden. Until next time, from all of us here, good night. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Kunchbein. I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Kunchbein. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell, that's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? Well, <laughs> you gotta know what to say. All right. <clears throat> And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney, attorney at, at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. 
We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney at attorney. law. Oh, boy. At 555 No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it. Because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distancing. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right, very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't wanna get me this corona. Ooh, keep your distance now. Socially. I wanna keep feeling fine, corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, corona. Bye, corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye, 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 bye. Woo. Fly Corona! Pumpkin pie Corona! Now wait a minute! Goodbye Corona! Good riddance!